I don't want to survive. I want to be in the greatest movie of all time. Today on the show, Wally. The greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie. Come on and hear me now. Greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie. Come on and hear me now. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest movie of all time podcast, the show in which I, your co-host, the Supreme Fighting Machine, Rick Barrasso. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Uh, and you know me as the as the better co-host, Derek Wreck, the Big Deck Boski Smith. The and you better. didn't see that, but I flapped my head many times while saying that. The better co-host, huh? Yeah, you know, I think after the last episode, people are, people starting to realize that I'm 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 the uh, I'm the one who runs the shit. What, what is what is what does AJ Styles say? He he's the one who built the house the house that the Big Dick Boski <laughs> built. That's what I'm trying to say. Are you trying to call yourself the face that runs the place? Yeah, even though your face is usually on here, mine's not. That's that's yeah. unfair for me to say. But anyways. Well, today on the show, we have a guest, don't we, Derek? We do have a guest. My friend, my buddy, one of, actually, Michelle, you're like, I think you're like in my top five friends now. Oh, my God. How, how does that feel? Nudge me out. No, Rick, Rick's still in there, I think. Yeah, honor. Yes, it's an elite group of people who don't care they're my, that they're my friends. Name them. Um, <laughs> name them. Who are your top five friends oh, don't, in the don't, world? <laughs> who are doing a top five list of my friends? <laughs> uh, man, I can't do that live. I don't know. I don't want to leave anybody out, but you two are in there. Ooh. So, um, yep, yeah, Michelle Forziati, very talented singer. Uh, one, of my, one of my good friends. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We are excited as well. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about Wally. It's our first Pixar movie that we've done. And, oh my uh, God, really? It is, yeah. I think we've only done one animated movie, right? I think Have it was we? The Lion it's King. Just the Lion King, huh? Yeah. And we, wow. we wanted to do some, you know, to break into our second 50 set of 50 episodes here uh, with a couple of animated movies, or at least mm-hmm. partly animated. Yeah, funny. Both both of these movies have live action elements that we're doing, despite Wait. the fact they're animated movies. Oh, oh, you mean the one after? Not the Lion King. The one after this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this one okay. and next week, which is we've we've announced already. Two Frame Roger Rabbit. It's, yep. Yeah, little little bit of live action in there. Yeah, but like we said today, we are talking all about Wally, and uh, let's take care of some business here first before we dive into that. Last week, we counted down the previous fifty movies that we've covered. And we crowned, not The Godfather, but Back to the Future as our greatest movie of all time. <laughs> bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> Despite Derek's oh, Sorry, guys. I got this tickle, tickle in my throat. And tickle. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm not sick. Fits. I don't know what's happening. I have a cough. Back to the Future is the champion, whether he likes it or not. I love Back to the Future. But, you know, Rick's brother Anthony decided to make The Godfather number 35 on his list. That ruined the whole thing, and Anthony, I'm coming for you. Remember that. <laughs> well, Michelle, if you wanna if you wanna vote next time, you're eligible now as a guest. You are eligible show. now to rank all of our movies in a row. Yeah. 
I will okay. talk to you about that afterwards if you were interested down the line. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of a it's kind of a lot, but I'll talk to you about it later. It's 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 very fun. We had a lot of fun in the episode. Uh, we uh, we may have been well, I may have been drinking a little. Um, so check that one out. That one's actually a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, you hear Derek, a grown man uh, in his thirties, throw a tantrum. Um, it did happen. It did. It did. He he accused he he said that my brother was ruining it. He ruined everything. He did. Uh, <laughs> But oh, check that I mean, one. He gave, he gave Goodfellas number 44 out of 50. Can we just talk about the, actually, you know what? Let's not talk about it. Cause I'm just going to get pissed off. All right. Let's just move well, on. Anthony, Anthony will be on an upcoming episode. So we can, we can, uh, we, but you can check that one out. You can check any of our library out on Spotify, on Apple podcasts, whatever app you use, subscribe review. If you can, it is extremely helpful for the show. And if you enjoyed that episode or any of our other episodes, if you have anything else you want us to cover, let us know on social media. We are the greatest movie of all time podcast on Facebook. We're at great movie cast on Twitter. We're at Rick and Rick on Instagram. And you can always shoot us an email at greatest at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And as our old friend, Bruce Wayne would say, tell your friends about us. Yes. But now let's jump in the world of Pixar with Wally. So Wally is a 2008 animated sci-fi comedy romance directed by Andrew Stanton. It stars Ben Burt as Wally. It stars Alyssa Knight as Eve, Jeff Garland as Captain McRae. And of course, as in every Pixar movie, John Ratzenberger is in there this time as John. It made $521.3 million on a $180 million budget. Whoa. Big hit. Big, big hit. hit. Big hit. Yeah. It has, and not just financially successful, critically successful too. It's got an 8.4 on IMDb, a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 95% on Metacritic. Ooh, Metacritic, finally giving some movies some good grades. Yeah. So Ebert, Roger Ebert, our guy, he says 3.5 out of 4. Says it's enthralling and visually wonderful. So this is the guy who didn't like Silence of the Lambs. Loves Wally though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I think uh, Ebert tends to not love hyper-violent stuff. Wally's the most violent movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes, of many, course. Do you know how many robots get like destroyed in the making of this? How many? Maybe like three. Three? Three robots? <laughs> Oh my God. Keep the same energy for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, A.O. Scott, uh, New York Times. I actually, there, I, I will say, sometimes when I go through these, these reviews, it's just kind of like, oh, it's, it's good. And, and, you know, I think people, you know, critics kind of realized immediately that like, oh, this is a special movie, mm-hmm. which is not always the case. Like I said, Silence of the Lambs, it's like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Ebert had to re-examine that later on. But Ayo Scott, this is, I, I pulled a quote. An undoubtedly earnest, though far from simplistic, ecological peril, parable, but it's also a disarmingly sweet and simple love story, Chaplin esque in its emotional purity. Oh, that's beautiful. I thought so. And it Excellent. just, it is, you know, Chaplin esque. Mm-hmm. It is, especially when you have the first, you know, almost half of the movie where there's, basically no words it's it's very much like a silent movie yeah in a lot of ways 
Uh, yeah, the, the, it's, the music in the beginning too, like the old timey like music. That's not really yeah, mainstream. Dolly, yeah. yeah, like well, it is, I guess it is mainstream because Hello Dolly, but yeah. I didn't even know what the song was, and then I heard it after, and I was like, well, I like the song a lot. Um, loved the uh, choices. It was so good. I loved how it opened up and like certain lyrics that were in the Hello Dolly song, like they're going through the universe. It talks about like brightening up everything, seeing seeing the stars or something. That's a I good call. That. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Wow. Uh, for a negative review, though. I, How can you give this a negative review? Here's here's the theme of the negative reviews. I so this this guy's his name is Nigel Andrews. He uh, wrote for the Financial Times. He says it's quote delicious for thirty minutes and then the plot starts. So I think a lot of the negative reviews were very much like the first part of it is so good that the rest of it doesn't live up to the rest of the movie. Hmm. Okay, and I mean, I guess in one hand, I could see that because in the beginning, it's more simplistically funny. Like we were talking about like old school, like he's kind of, even though it's an animation, he's, you can kind of see his expressions through everything, even though he doesn't speak. And it's kind of like, like you said, a silent movie. And there's like a charm about that. Yeah, if this is, I mean, it's so much, you know, there's, there's a very famous, you know, Chaplin scene where you know, in a Chaplin movie where he's giving the like a blind girl a flower and it's like oh when Wally gives Eve the plant I was like oh that is Chaplin like that's in my head now because I read that review yeah um, but yeah I mean it, it's I, I think that's it and I think I would probably although I love this movie as well I would say it's kind of the same issue people have with Up another Pixar movie yep where the first part of it is so strong mm-hmm. that the rest of it, even if it's good, may not live up to that opening. Yep. Right. Agreed. Yeah. You know, so even the yeah, even the negative reviews are very gentle in how negative they are. I mean, that one's kind of like, oh, it's you know, I gotta have it gotta be punchy. Yeah, the plot starts and then it sucks. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but that yeah, that's that's not the general. Most everyone loves the movie. I mean, look look at the yeah, you know, it's ninety five percent run. I actually forgot how much I loved this movie. You know how when you're, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I remember. I really liked that. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot yeah. how much I loved this yeah. movie. It's the cutest thing. I think the more I watch it, the more I love it. Where's this rank? Uh, well, let's get let's get to that. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. But let's did you guys remember when you first saw this? Hmm. Mm, um, I think I think G and I just watched it on TV. But we liked it immediately. I don't remember specifically, but I think we we had seen it on like view. I think we probably rented it on TV or something. I didn't see it in the theaters, but I remember liking it immediately. And I think I've seen it like four times since then. Yeah, I can't remember the first time I saw it. I I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I I was home, but um, when I was watching it, I was remembering the feeling of like falling in love with it. So I remember the moments, but I, I don't remember where I was. I, I think I was home though when I yeah. saw it. I kind of wish I saw it in theaters. So I, I did see it in theaters and it was, it was just one of those times where, you know, I went to the movie and it's like, oh, this is immediately a classic. Mm. Like it's, it just, like I said, sometimes movies take a little bit of time to grow on you and sometimes you have to like consider it. This one, I walked in, I was like, this, I mean, Pixar's streak at this point, incredible. But I was like, I walked into the theater, I was like, this is going to be great. And it started and I was like, this is great. And I left and I was like, this is a masterpiece. Yeah. 
Mm. And, and and we'll get to this later, but I, I did struggle with the worst part of this movie, but we will get to that. Oh I've, my God, me too. I was like, <laughs> I, I have a couple. Sometimes worst part of the movie is like, okay, like structurally, here's this issue of this movie. Not the case. Say it, I, lo- I love it because yeah. usually when I don't have one, you have one that I've missed. So I can't wait to hear that later. Yeah. And I went through emotion. I was like, the worst part was when I felt this. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, my my is like mine is like so nitpicky, and it's just like, all right, get like get over it. But right. like that's I just had to like reach way way deep to get this. But right. in case you haven't seen it, let's talk about what happens, Derek. Okay, as, uh, you know you uh, usually pick a song to time me out instead of using a clock. Yes, for for those who don't know, or... yep, I don't use a I don't use a stopwatch. I play a song on Spotify. For 30 seconds. Only I can hear it. If you people want to hear it, I'm going to go. Make with... a Spotify playlist. Go back, listen to all the episodes. Oh my God, what a great idea. Make a Spotify playlist. That's an excellent idea. Rook doesn't have those very often. <laughs> 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 um, okay, I'm going with the excellent song at the end of the movie during the credits by the great Peter Gabriel, Down to Earth. Count me down. All right. Three, two, one, go. Wally, a trash-collecting robot alone on Earth, wants to fall in love. He stumbles up across a plant, and then Eve, a ro- another robot, sent to find that plant. Immediately enamored with Eve, Wally hitches a ride back to a cruise liner where the remainder of humanity exists as a passive, overweight population who only sit and do nothing else. There, they encounter Otto, the ship's navigation, which is orders not to allow a return to Earth. But along with a few helpful humans and robots, our heroes return safely to the planet and help restart a broken society. We're going down to the ground. There's no better place. That was great. That was 30 seconds on the dot, Rick. Perfect. Exactly how I planned it. You didn't plan shit. (laughs) You know, Derek, I think I did. All right. Do you do you do you actually run those beforehand? No. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I, I didn't think so. <laughs> I I can take a look and be like, I, I can kind of eyeball it and be like, this is going to be short. Because sometimes you'll hear me be like, yeah, this is going to be short. But right, like, right. But I can kind of eyeball it, and I was like, oh, this right. is going to be this is going to be good. So let's talk about. There's a lot to love in this movie. It's yeah, it's a. So let's talk about though. Let's break it down as we do each week with our top three favorite scenes. Michelle is our guest. You have. You, you can go first here. What's your number three scene in this movie? My number three is when he was holding up the chamber that the plant needed to go in. I loved that. I think for a robot, he has so much like heart and character and humanity in him that he was sacrificing himself for the greater good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, it, that's great because like, it's against his nature to do it. Like all he knows is like, all right, pick up the trash realistically. Like that's like pick up the trash. And then he's like, something sparks in him that Mm -hmm. is like, this guy will sacrifice or this, this guy is saying he's like, he's a real human character with the fact that he basically only says names. I I think he making that sacrifice plays is, is, I mean, it's, it's heartwarming. Do you think that if he hadn't fallen for Eve, that he would be so inclined to still save everybody? Like, do you think that was the spark for him? Or do you think he's still... That, I, it was I think, 
I think he's a good, a good natured robot anyway, but I think it was within him, but I don't know if it would have, I don't even necessarily know if he like has the ability. I mean, like before he met Eve, I don't know if he necessarily had the ability to conceptualize like a human to begin with. So you don't think he comprehends what he's doing? He's just doing it because I think he does. I think he, I think he does by the end, but at the beginning, I don't think he has the knowledge to, it's, it's kind of a weird question because it's like, you know, well, it's, it's kind of the question is like, well, without all my experiences, would I have acted differently? Well, yeah, probably. Hmm. Right. Right. I mean, I like, like you said, Rick, I think like he had it in him, but I think, um, you know, he always longs for love, even though he's a robot, he's a very, you know, emotionally forward robot. Yeah, he's definitely, even the, the, the little cockroach friend he cares about. I love that. I, I think, so I don't want to talk about the part. I mean, it's not one of my, my three favorites, but um, I thought it was so cute when he's kind of like leaving his home, he rolls over it and then he backs up and he like panics. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was the cutest thing. I feel like there's cute little nuggets throughout the whole movie. Right. Oh, totally. It, it, it's, it's actually, it was hard for me to pick my scenes because there's a lot of little nuggets that are my favorite, you yeah. know? So speaking of that, Derek, what is your number three scene? So actually my number three is a little nugget. Um, it's not really a big scene, but it's just one of those moments that got me like kind of belly laughing. <laughs> it was the scene where Wally is like being detected for like contaminants by the little robot and the little robot's like whoa 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 he likes to makes the noise uh and i was like dying i was like that is so clever every time i watch it i forget about that moment um and i had to put it down in my top three because it's just the way it makes every time i see it i'm like this is so clever that they make the robots kind of have like words that we know and i thought that was so cute and then those robots being like you know they, they 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 just develop throughout the movie like all like the crazy robots who are all defective end up being like super helpful at the end and being like wally's friends um i love that it's it's amazing so that, that's my number three excellent yeah that's uh, mo is a great character they I, I love their dynamic and it's like it's the same actor playing wally and mo oh same voice yeah oh wow i didn't know that yeah so it's just funny because I was like, I was looking at it and I was like, oh, there's like, he has great chemistry with himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my number three scene is the scene where we see humanity for the first time. Mm-hmm. And this movie takes like a big swing. Like it's like, this is in a lot of ways, it's very like pessimistic and optimistic at the same time. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, like, look at these people. And it's like, you realize it's like, oh, like, they don't even look at each other. Like, this is, you know, it's like, string out the, like, worst tendencies of, of people, and their devices, and, you know, their, you know, activity and stuff like that. And it's like, here's a worst case scenario, basically, for what people might become. Yeah, is it the worst case scenario? I mean, I mean, other other than like, being slaves well actually maybe they are kind of yeah they're like they're they're to me it's very pessimistic in the way that it's like the people are kind of like pushed to the side they're a commodity almost and they don't like they they don't you know it's it's that line i used at the beginning where the captain's like you know i don't want to survive i just want to live you know like these these people are just existing yeah Mm -hmm. i mean they get their sodas they got the chairs 
they're pretty content, but yeah, they're, they don't even know what they're missing. Yeah. And like, if you, you know, kind of, I, I was watching it and I was like, kind of scared because it reminds me a little bit of today to a song. They like, nailed wow. it. Like, yeah. This is really scary. Is this like a foreshadowing? Like, is, oh my God, you know? And there was one part where like Wally walks by and, and like disconnects this woman from her like three screens that are like two inches from her face. And she's like, oh my God, we have a pool <laughs> or like whatever it is that she said. And I feel like nowadays it's kind of like that. We're like looking at our phone all the time, but we're like, oh, wow. Yeah. There a sunset. Wow. To cite a quick example of that, that that's happening nowadays is literally me on the phone with Steve, like, an <laughs> hour, like a half hour ago. And he was talking and I was like on autopilot and I was texting and he was like, I was like, oh, sorry, what? And he's like, no, I said this. And then as I started responding to him, he was like, wait, what? Because he was texting. And I was right. like, what is happening to us? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I mean, it's actually, I think I read something like a, it was an interview with Paul McCartney, of all people, that he saw like. Wait, wait, who's that? Uh, he's he's one of the he's in Wings. Oh, Wings. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I thought he was like in the Rolling Stones or something. Yeah, I think he might have started in the monkeys, but that makes he, sense. Yeah. Um, he was like, he saw like a young couple on the date and he was like, not only did they not notice me, they like weren't even looking at each other. <laughs> and he was like, I love how he mentions I'm there and they don't even notice I, me. I, I, that would, I, like, I put it a lot more like he was like, I think he, he's, he led with like these people are like not even looking at each other. It's like, never mind like noticing I'm there. And it's like, right, I just want right. to run over them and be like, fucking look at her. And I didn't say that, but like, look at I'm her. A- I'm nice. a beetle. Look at me. I'm a beetle. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 sad. I don't think I think social media is so unbelievably great and it's so unbelievably horrible at the same time. It's very oh, odd. See. There's not a lot of things I can really say that are like amazing and fucking terrible. You know, it's like right. what is happening? But you know, I think we're all gonna end up that way. So Wally, good job. Yeah. <laughs> so Michelle, what's your what's yeah. your number two scene? Um, my number two, I love when he brings Eva to his house and he starts, he puts on Hello Dolly and he starts dancing with like the hubcap or like the plate, whatever he has on his head. And I thought that was the cutest thing. I fall in love with that scene. Every time I see it, I think it's the cutest. Isn't there a moment where he's like, ta-da? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he, he makes like a, a cube of, of like trash, he like, isn't that the part too? Oh yeah, it's like it was like what's your what's your what's your prime directive? And it's like this. Yeah. He makes a dirt into a cube and it like <laughs> right. comes out and he goes, ah. Like I also love how like from. how like how organized he is. He's more organized than any like, like I am. He has all these sections of like, oh, these are my little metal pieces. This is my miscellaneous pile. Like he has all that down. And it's like, I wish I was as organized as Wally. Me too. Eve like touches the light bulb and it lights up and he's like, Wally's like, what? What, yeah. what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it does. <laughs> Weird. All right. Yeah. Okay, we'll revisit so. this. Is it, I think his house is all like decked out with like, he actually took time to decorate his house with like lights, like Christmas yeah. lights. Yeah. I'm like, can't there be like a short scene just showing him doing that on a ladder? Oh my God, it could be a Pixar short. That would a be Pixar. so cool. Yeah, just Wally decorating his house. That, that, that needs to happen. I would watch that Me over too. and over. Derek, what's your two? Um, I, I'm a big fan of animated movies and I love when there's, there's always a moment of like special, specialness. That's not even a word, but like there's a scene where Wally and Eve have their like 
moment in the sky and they're like dancing and having fun and laughing and they're like in love and it's like the scene right before like the big climactic ending um and it reminded me of like beauty and the beast i'm sorry um aladdin when they're like on the the rug and they're like flying and it's like i can show you the world it was very much like that for me uh and i was watching usually i'm like oh god this is so sappy but i was like i want them to be so happy together (laughs) (laughs) um and i loved it i thought it was great i mean again it's every shot every scene in the movie is really entertaining but that was like that like it, it kind of like pulls in your heartstrings a little bit like i'm rooting for these two robots to be a couple yeah um so that was my number two yeah i, I actually have, i have the same scene for my number two when when you know wally is like put out into space and they have the fake out where like the the pod explodes and he saves himself by like with a fire <laughs> extinguisher yeah and they're and they, they cut to the two people who've met wally before and it's like i know that guy <laughs> That's Wally. Yep. And then it's like they have the captain being like, oh, computer. And computer's played by Sigourney Weaver, kind of doing. Uh, I didn't know that until I read the yeah. cast list. I was like, yeah. Sigourney so two, Weaver? Two movies in a row with Sigourney Weaver. Yep. Uh, we did that, yeah. Also, uh, Kathy Najami is one of the voices of the girls who's in Hocus Pocus as one of the witches. Yeah. Gia, Gia was like, you know whose voice that is? And I was like, naming every actress in the planet. It doesn't sound like, like her whole life. It, does, it does kind of sound like, um, like Peggy Hill. A little bit without the texas accent right so yeah i was like surprised i was like whoa a lot of voices i didn't realize but yeah, yeah. it's so funny you mentioned about the the fire extinguisher because when he actually like used that to i don't know surf through space it made me think about like a gold nugget that i it's not in my favorites but um when he first finds a fire extinguisher and it literally launches him all over the place and then the next scene it literally just shows him throwing the fire extinguisher like to the side yeah yeah it was the funniest thing he's like get rid of that shit <laughs> is that like the same <laughs> scene where like he he founds like a diamond ring and he's like he throws it out and he just keeps the box yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so annoying <laughs> so let's get to it number ones michelle what is your number one favorite scene wally Number one, I love when Eva is just ferociously trying to put him back together after, you know, he's completely disheveled. Yeah. That is one of my favorite parts. Yeah. I it's like like a sad it's like a sad part, but like to to try your hardest to fix someone that you love, like even though it's an animation, there there was so much heart in it. And like, I, I don't know, I, that just always hits me. There's a ton of heart in this. I, every, I, I was, I'm never ashamed to cry in a movie, but like, I always look over at Gia and I'm like, is she tearing up? Because I don't want to be the only one tearing up during Wally. But it's the ending, like that whole ending where I'm like, oh, try not to cry. Because it is emotional. It, Pixar does a great job in like, pull, you know, like I said, pulling your heartstrings and like making you sad. I think I was like, half laughing half sad in the beginning of the movie i'm like i know i'm gonna cry so i'm just gonna start crying now <laughs> get, just get loosen up the tear ducts just yeah like I, th- I, th- I, think you, I think you i thought you were gonna say yeah get some lube i was like wait what <laughs> lube up your eyes derek <laughs> i'm like guys we're watching we're watching wally i have a, i have a jar of lube in the kitchen because anyone needs it <laughs> know what it looks like <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god no and i think eve kind of like it, when you first meet her, you're not sure. It's like, does this, I mean, this is a robot. Does she have the same like feelings that Wally seems to be capable of? 
and you know you, you get you like you earn it through that movie to, and then at the end when it's just kind of explodes and she's like desperately trying to like save the person she loves it's it's, it's right. really it's very beautiful yeah uh, Derek what's your number one uh this is a little bit of a cop-out but the whole end sequence I loved uh specifically was like the very end when they get to earth and you know he's talking about you know the captain's talking about planting things we'll plant this and we'll plant pizza plants and uh is that and, is this including the end credits because the end credits are gorgeous the end credits is, is what i'm getting to yeah the yeah. end credits is like it's just showing the earth evolving and with the peter gabriel song it's just it's amazing um such a great ending sequence um i was i was just floored by it uh i, I love seeing and i guess the one funny thing that like the thing the captain was asking at the end or like towards the middle end when he's asking like the computer like what's a hoedown uh and i'm like it's just so funny how he got down to that like what's this dance um but there's so much i I think the lyrics of the peter gabriel song is there's so much to know and so much to learn and we're only here for a short period of time and we're not we don't even get a chance to explore everything that earth has to offer um but it all really stems down to like agriculture and like that type of thing and like planting and letting earth do its thing and then us sort of like taking it and, and utilizing it for our lives it's so simplistic but I think people in 2021 forget that a lot of people, you know, are just like they're, they're so busy with like city life and business and suitcase. And they just forget like Earth's basic things like stopping to look at the trees and the sky and the stars. And I think Wally does that really, really well is like, don't don't forget where Earth started and what it's about. And I think the end credits really make that special. So that's my number one. So it's funny that you basically said the whole end is your number one because my number one is basically the whole beginning uh from the opening of the movie basically until they get onto the ship mm-hmm. is and i'm going to use this word and whenever i use this word describing a movie i mean it it is perfect yeah yeah it is it you could not change a frame of it all right, right off, right off the bat, what's better? Beginning of Wally or beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark? Um, you don't have to answer that. It's, you don't it's, have to answer well, that. It's t- well, number one, they're so different. And yeah. the beginning, when I say the beginning, I really mean like the first act, like the first half an hour. Yeah. You know, it, uh, you know, uh, maybe even more. Um, whereas, you know, Raiders, the really great beginning is how long? Like 10 minutes? Yeah. And you know what the funny thing about Wally is, is like, I, I don't know if I'd really feel this way if the whole movie was just the beginning and it just ended up being like that, but I wouldn't have minded if the whole movie was just Wally doing shenanigans. Like yeah. that's so yeah. entertaining and fun to me that I was like, I don't want this to end. I want to see what else he finds. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, how did they get that so perfect? We're following a goofy robot around finding things and, and compacting dirt. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh my god! It's like it's, it's like getting one of those little like dirt devil things that's like automatic in your kitchen. It just does its own thing. It's like watching that for thirty minutes and be like, "This is fucking fascinating." Yeah. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> this is I mean, this is what you know. I eventually you know want to do some silent films on this, and like this is basically a great silent film. Yeah. Like you could you could hit mute on this, and like Wally's voice is great and everything like that, and like. Eve's voice is great and all that, but like music put great. this on mute, like other than the music, which obviously silent movies can have music. If you if there was no voice in this and you just watched it, it works. It does work. I just I think hearing Wally though and his like his his innocent comedic 
you know, funniness. I, I think I'd miss hearing him, but I think you're right. I think it would still work. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, yeah. And I mean, like Pixar does these, these sequences they, so well, like up is right after this. And it's just like, They're wow. so good yeah. with storylines, like storylines and like a moral of a story and like growth and evolving. I think they do it the best in like not even two hours. Like they just the, the level of growth is, is huge. I agree. I usually get more things out of like Pixar movies than mm-hmm. I do in like other like live action movies. Like the oh, yeah. themes in these movies are so strong. Like does anybody not cry at the end of the Toy Story movies? Like, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. or especially the last one or the Toy Story three, maybe the ending was like, Oh my God. Like, they just, they give you the full cycle of life. Yeah. It's like, how did they do that to me? And I'm on the couch with tissues. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It was, there's a meme out there. It's like Pixar. It's like, you know, Toy Story. What if toys had emotions? Bugs Life. What if bugs had emotions? Yeah. Uh, you know, Monsters Inc. What if monsters had emotions? Uh, you know, and then it's like, Wally, what if robots had emotions? Inside, I was like, what if emotions had emotions? <laughs> amazing amazing Uh, so let's get to something that we talked about that's one of the hardest categories we've done and that is least favorite part uh Mm. michelle did you have anything you were able to nail down as your least favorite part um so this was really difficult because i I truly didn't enjoy the entire movie but if i had to pick something it was based off of emotion and not because of like something that i saw in the movie that i felt shouldn't have been there when she puts him back together and even though it's for a few seconds he has no idea who she is yeah that me and i remembered how i felt when i very first saw that i was like oh my god after all this like he's just never gonna remember her anymore like this can't end like that so if i'm going off of emotion with this question i think for me that was even though it was seconds long that was like I don't know, one of the worst parts for me. They had to hang that twist over you for a few seconds. Yeah, they, <laughs> they had to. It was all going good. <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're like we're, we're, we're not going to be uh, Mr. Nice Guy the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Derek, do you have a least favorite part? Not enough sex and drugs. Um, it really hurts this movie. You yeah. know, actually, my <laughs> least favorite part actually does have something in common with that comment. I was so, kidding, but okay. So these people... Do not even look at each other, right? They're grossly overweight and practically immobile, right? Yep. How are their babies on the ship? You know, it's funny. I, I, you know, it's funny. Gia was like, Gia was like, you ever wonder how like they never show teenagers? Like, what do they look like between babies and adults? <laughs> I was like, they don't show them either. Thought of either of those. Is yeah, that, they can't move. I mean, is, sex definitely isn't the thing. Is there a robot that does this? <laughs> he delivers. <laughs> like, there's a robot for everything else, right? I would imagine there's just no... I mean, I get that. But, like, I just think there's no sex. I mean, they don't even move. I, I agree. I don't even think that, like, the men... Can even can, can go to a sperm like, bank. I don't think they can even reach. Right, exactly. There's no... Yeah. At least. It's... Right. There's got to be some sadistic robot shit happening on there that, is. On that there's, ship. There's got to be. There's a dark side of Wally that we don't know about. <laughs> I mean, there has to be, right? We're not even joking around. Unless the babies are just <laughs> clones. Is that his name? Huh? Doing Otto. It's all yeah. his fault. I know what he's doing. 
the bad <laughs> autopilot guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there has to be. Yeah, I think the babies are cloned. They, they forced two of the fat people to have sex. It was really tough. It was really rough. A robot then got the baby out of the woman and then cloned it 50 times. Like, yep, these are our babies. They don't actually get older. <laughs> They've just been babies for 700 years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is hell. So, all right. So here's, here's my other – again, these are, like, both super nitpicky. So they get to Earth at the end of the movie, right? Yep. None of these people have any, like – and I know the end credits are, like, it all ends up fine. But, like, Earth is not – a habitable planet at that point realistically nope. it's no, like it's not it's like one yeah. tree kind of grew <laughs> those people are really and gonna there's struggle. other stuff on like a hill as well but like again that like grew as a tree it wasn't like a vegetable yeah like these people don't know how to farm like this is a dust bowl situation in like two generations at best right it, i guess a, it all worked out it's a ton of overweight people and a bunch of trash yeah <laughs> what is going to happen what is yeah and I find it funny at the end. He's like, "We're gonna plant seeds," and I'm like, "Where are you getting the seeds?" I know. I, I, I again, it was for me. It was like, "Oh, this is so beautiful. They're gonna like create civilization." And then I'm like, "But how?" Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they're showing people make buildings. I'm like, buildings. They don't even know how to plant food. Yeah. <laughs> they just eat the trash. They oh probably they probably kill Wally, rip him apart. They're just oh savages. Can we eat Wally? <laughs> so. Let's go to metals, the people, the groups, the objects that, you know. I think, to, I think Wally is a prequel to Mad Max. <laughs> a prequel to Mad Max? <laughs> yeah. That's how they started those savages. Have you seen the first Mad Max? Oh yeah, a long time ago. I mean, it's, it's quite a bit, you know, Wally is quite a bit really? further in the future than. than oh, Mad that's Max. true, too. Yeah, you're right about that. That was oh, well. brilliant, though. I tried. I do want to do Fury Road soon. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's one where I'm just like, I'm just skip to the sequel. So yeah, let's get to medals. So Michelle, who's your bronze medal winner? Can I be honest? I, yeah. I mean, it was hard for me to to kind of place any type of medal. So I have like gold and silver. Um, yeah. When I was trying to think of, of bronze, I was just like, I didn't know where to go with this because it was an animation. And yeah, it's tough. It was, it was tough for me. So I'm sorry, I, I don't have a bronze, but I have gold and silver. That's fine. We'll, we'll loop around. Derek, who's your, uh, who's your bronze? Yeah, it, Michelle, it was tough for us, too. We're not normally doing animated movies, so this is really hard for us as well. Because usually it's very, you know, we watch a, a regular movie. It's easy to just find our favorites. Um, but for number three, I had a tie. I went with Ben Burt and Elisa Knight, who did the two voices of Wally and Eve. They both did a great job. It must have been really difficult for both of those voice actors to be like, you're not really portraying humans, so you need to create this whole fun robotic thing. And I know I think that the team who put Wally together probably helped them a lot and did a lot of editing and a lot of like uh, sound effects, but they both did an amazing job. Every time Wally says his name and he's, he keeps saying Eve wrong and saying Eva, um, I, I love it. It's so quirky and fun. And, and I love when she's correcting him and she's like, Eve. It's always the same tone, and I love it. Um, and uh, I like I, that I, Eve just looks like an iPod. Yeah, she really does. <laughs> she looks like an iPhone. Yeah. Definitely made by Apple. Yeah. So, but yeah, they both did a great job. I don't know who either of them are. I've never. I don't think I've ever heard their work before, unless I missed the actress. Missed that. The actress who plays Eve is just like a was just like a Pixar staffer. She wasn't even an actress. Oh wow! 
Yeah. Good for her because she got a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I never heard of Ben Burt either, but love them both. And they did a great job. So those are my bronze. Yeah. So my bronze, I went actually to, uh, to Jeff Garland, I think because he is like the best. He's plays the captain. I just think he has some great like line reads here. And I think the captain's really like the one human who's like, I'm just curious about like what's out there. You know, what's, mm-hmm. what is earth? And he just has like those great lines. Like we're going to plant a pizza plant. And it's just, yeah, it's not a fun character. Uh, yeah. I, I think um, I was just sitting there with Gia watching it and, and she was like, do I know him? And I'm like, I think the one thing you'd know him from would be like curb your enthusiasm. All right, Michelle, who do you have for silver? Um, for silver, um, I just think the writers, I, I loved the plot. I love the storyline. I love the evolution of the story. Um, so the writers of this, I think, get the silver. I, I thought it was beautifully written. It was like poetry in motion. I thought it was gorgeous. So screenplay is credited to Andrew Stanton, who also directed it, and yep. Jim Reardon. Yep. I thought they. I thought it was beautifully written. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah. Derek, who do you have for silver? I went with the entire animation team. I, you know, I, I know a lot of people who stay away from animation just because it's not real to me. I, I think animation's boring. And I'm like, watch Wally. Like, you'll just forget that it's animated and you're just like fall in love with it immediately. There's so much great animation in this world. And I just finished watching one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my entire life. And that is Castlevania on Netflix. And I've never been into anime in my entire life and don't think I'll be into it ever again, really. But this blew my socks off. Let See, me recommend uh, Cowboy Bebop. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely I think it. you'll really enjoy that one. They're yeah, making I, a, live, a live action version is coming out like next month. Okay. But the anime is, it's one season, 26 episodes. It's my favorite season of television ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, Castlevania is very adult. It's very gory. Um, and there's a lot of swearing in it. It's not for kids at all. It's very, very graphic. But I was forgot. I mean, the animation is so beautiful the way it's done. And Wally's the same way for me. Like, I loved it. I, I was even thinking to myself, I'm like, do I like Pixar more than Disney because of Wally? Like, it's so good and the animation is well, so good. It's- I mean, it's just, I know, I know it's like the same thing, but um, when it was certainly when it was standing on its own, I thought it was a big competitor for sure. I think everybody did, but uh, the animation team's fantastic here. Um, it's just flawless. It really is. There's no, usually in movies, I'm like, eh, the animation in this certain scene wasn't great. I haven't, this, it's flawless. The animation team gets an A plus and they're my silver. Excellent. So my silver is Ben Burt, who plays, like you said, Wally and he plays Mo. So that put him over the top, I think of the other uh, robot uh, voice actors here. He has like two super fun characters. And like I said, he has tremendous chemistry with himself. Yeah. Which is, I mean, he, what else do you need? In life? He's like, he's like Thomas Wilson in back to the future. Yeah, exactly. He but, could just play himself yeah. in five different scenes. <laughs> <laughs> back to the future part two, Thomas Wilson plays Biff and then older Biff in the same scene. And they talk yeah. to each other in a car and it's yeah. like, what? I mean, yeah, Ben Burt, he, he can just play all the voices. I'd be fine with it. He's like Seth MacFarlane, in my opinion. <laughs> Seth, Mac, Seth MacFarlane, he, he's one of those guys that gets overlooked. He does like every voice in the entire I show, agree. Family Guy. Yeah, I agree. He's so fantastic. He's phenomenal. So let's get to gold, Michelle. Who are you here for gold? Um, for me, it's the animation team. Because, you know, I'm a very visual person. And the storyline, the writers, that can be great. But if, you know... 
if the animation isn't there, then you know how you can kind of just get distracted and not really pay attention. So like the animation team to, to actually make these robots who barely even speak, be lovable, be, you know, you literally fall in love with them and they don't even talk and, and their expressions on their face. So the animation team for me is just, oh my God, amazing. It's super key, right? It's like, you, yeah. they have to, I'm sure they made a lot of different like designs, but their design just made you feel comfortable, right? It's so cool how that can happen. They're just like, this will make the audience believe in this and they'll make them love them without even saying a word. And that's special. Right. Derek, who's your gold? Uh, Andrew Stanton. He's the director. He's the writer. He's 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 got it all right. He's there's not really much I can say about it, but it's clearly his vision, and his vision is one of the best animated films I've ever seen. Uh, the writing's great. Uh, you know, even you know, like you said, the first half of the the first part of the movie, there's not even any dialogue, and then we get into this fast paced, fun sequence of events, and he he pick he, you know he picks the the story so well because he really pinpoints what the future may look like in real life. Like he scares us too. He, he scares us in this movie as well as makes us love this movie. He, he puts the whole cycle of life into one movie and he, I guess he deserves the gold for me. Yeah. So my gold is really Pixar in general, but Andrew Stanton is like a first among equals type situation. Let me just read the run of Pixar movies from 1995 through 2010. So 15 years. Toy Story, A Bug's Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Wally, Up, Toy Story 3. Wow. That is insanity. For a studio. And then they have a couple of, like, misfires. And then they're, like, they come back with, like... Which which misfires? So after that, it's, like, Cars 2, Brave. You didn't, you think, you didn't like Brave? Brave is fine. Brave Brave is fine. Oh, oh, it's... fine now is it yeah but it's not on the level of that run i feel all right like, brave's good it's good like i'm i'm not yeah. saying it's a bad movie but it's right. it's not as good as this like incredible run i'd be fighting for me on hand yes. <laughs> then they have monsters university which is another like it's good it's fine it works then not they have the original no i agree i agree uh, Inside Out, which is like another masterpiece. Yep. Good Dinosaur, which is not great. Uh, it's good Dinosaur. Call it the not so good dinosaur. I never, I never even heard of that. It, it, I thought it was cute. You know, I cried. I was like, oh my god. I was like crying. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> fine. They, they've never made like an outright bet. Like Cars Two is like bad, I guess. But like the other ones are like at least good. and like they still throw in like a classic. Like you know, Finding Dory is very good. Cars mm-hmm. 3 is okay. Coco, masterpiece. Oh, Incredibles 2, very good. Toy Story 4, Onward, Soul, masterpiece. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Have you seen Soul? Yes. Oh, my God. See, I, I, I went into that thinking, like, here we go. This is going to be the best thing they've ever done. And I was not disappointed. It wasn't an A+, plus, but it was definitely an A- minus for me, which is an amazing grade. It's a great, great, great movie. I think my problem was I went into it with being like, this is going to be the best thing I've ever seen because everyone told me so. So when you get that and you go into a movie, it's never what you think it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very, 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 very good movie, so though. Pixar, when it's at its best, is sort of the, like, American Miyazaki, where, you know, my film nerds listening to this will we'll get that. 
where like you may have seen like um, Spirited Away or My Neighbor Totoro or, you know, those are probably his most famous ones where it's just like, you can take this one, like take something and examine it in a different way. You know, like it's, it's like sort of like, here's a movie about robots. Here's a typical movie about robots. It's like, what if like this robot loved musicals? Right. And, like what if like, like it, it was just like, it's just shift it. It's like, here's this idea. Let's just take this idea and do, Oh, I get this thing. Let's put this here. Okay. Like this is the, like, this is the idea now. And they just run with it. It's, it's, I mean, Pixar. I mean, what can, what can you say? I'm, like, I'm, so, I'm sort of with you. I'm sort of with you. Yeah. So let's get to recasting and recasting is not probably the wrong word for it this week. Here's, here's what I did. I basically, I took the three biggest robot characters, Wally, Eve and Otto. And I said like, what actors bring the same energy you know who if like if this if like wally or eve like snap your finger they turn into a person who would the person be yep all right all right all right okay so i'm not sure if you guys approached it in any different way My, mine was different i i sort of went with a more comical sort of approach of like these shouldn't play these roles but wouldn't it be funny all right michelle did you have anything i know this was tough I mean, it was tough, but I kind of, I mean, I, I think I kind of thought of it like you did, Rick. I was like, whose voice would I love to hear? Who would I love to see in this role? And then I kind of just picked from there. All right. So you recast like the actual voices. Yeah. Okay. So what, what characters did everybody do? Because I, I did Wally, I did Eve, I did Otto. Michelle, who, what characters did you do? I, I mean, I did a couple. I did, <laughs> I did Wally, Eve. I, I mean, I did a bunch of them. I did the president. I did the captain. Okay, you get you get a bunch. All right, Derek, what do you, what do you have? Yeah, we'll do those. I did. Uh, we'll we'll do those three. That that works. Okay, let's go those three. Um, let's let's start with so Michelle. Other than Wally, even Otto, who do you? What, let, let's run through yours. Like, what do you what do you have? Yeah, I have uh, the captain, and I have the president. Okay, who's the who's your captain? Um, Eric Stone Street. Okay, yeah. I I feel like a lot of like. In the things I've watched of him, he's like, he has that kind of like sporadic, like funny, serious, like the world's going to end, but this is funny. And I feel like when he was wrestling Otto, I was just like, oh, I can kind of maybe see him, like hear his voice. Yeah. So I, I was thinking of him. I can definitely see that. And then uh, you said he had the president as well. So the president played by, you know, Fred Willard, the only, the live, only live action role in this movie, rest in peace, Fred Willard love them but yeah. who uh, who do you have as the the president jeff goldblum yes <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect i'm not laughing because it's a bad choice i'm laughing because i can picture it yeah yeah me too i was just like oh this would be so great he's like uh, uh we, we we uh we, we've got a problem here and uh yeah. the, earth, the, earth is, is doomed. Uh, the earth is doomed and uh now, now i'm sitting here uh i don't think to uh i don't think uh life will uh find, uh, find, <laughs> find a way, find a way. <laughs> <laughs> all right so basically just, he's just basically just gonna play himself in jurassic park is what we're saying yeah, yeah. uh my I president ian uh ian malcolm uh <laughs> ian yeah all right so no. did uh did you have an auto michelle um so auto i was kind of um oh my god why all of a sudden did i forget his name 
Oh my God, Michael. Um, Shannon? The English guy. Fastbender? Oh my God, all of a sudden. He's just what, 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 movie, what movies is he in? He's in like, um, now all of a sudden I don't know things and I don't watch movies. This is great. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> what, what are movies? What are you talking about? I have a Michael for my auto. Maybe it'll, I don't know if it's the same Michael. And he's not oh British, God. he's Canadian. He's a guy with one of the most distinctive voices. And he just gives like the authoritarian vibe in everything that he's in. And that is Michael Ironside. Oh, uh, I, you know what? I only know him from Major Pain. <laughs> he's in Starship Troopers. He's in so much. He's, he's Scanners. Yo, you gotta see Scanners. I haven't seen Scanners. Yo, that's Cronenberg, capital you know, C. My, so your Michael Ironside is very similar to my auto. But Michelle, should we, should we hold off with yours or? Mm-hmm. It's the guy from Miss Congeniality. He's like the, he's, he's the, the coach. <laughs> right, I'm looking it up now. I've never seen it. Oh, my um, God. Michael. It, oh, Sandra Bullock's in it. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I just love him. And I feel like he can be a really bad guy. <laughs> we, we trash Michael Caine in the show more than any actor. I am so and not- sorry, but I legit love him. Okay. So, Michelle, we do not dislike him, but here's the story. We did, a, we did a movie on this show. It's a 1999 Oscar nominee movie called The Cider House Rules. It was nominated for an Oscar, and we had to watch it. Michael Caine won the Oscar for this movie, but he does a New England accent, and it's terrible. <laughs> and so me and Rick are like, how was he even not, no, not even mentioned he won. How was he nominated for this movie? The movie was bad. He was bad. We actually like Michael Caine, but we're like, what the hell? So we just trash him because of that. But yeah. uh, so Michael Caine would be your auto. I think so, because I don't necessarily think he would be as aggressive as Otto was in here. But I think like I've seen him in movies where he has this like underhand kind of like manipulative side. Okay. And I feel like it would be a little bit of a different approach, but I could kind of see him being a manipulative, like, autopilot, you know? Is, is he an antagonist in Miss Congeniality? Um, he's just a sarcastic, like, funny person. And, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I can, but, I, but, but I, I could picture Michael Caine not wanting the Earth to survive. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can just picture him. I don't know. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I went with, uh, my auto was actually uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> and and not even like robotic, just regular on the street Nicholson. Like, what are you trying to do, Captain? Like, here's Otto. <laughs> Attacks the captain. <laughs> that is brilliant. I think it would be terrible. That's why I chose it. Um, oh, no, I think that's phenomenal. I just think it's so miscast. Nicholson's the villain. He's just the robot who tries to like stop everybody from doing good. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. So let's go to Eve. Michelle, who's your Eve? So I actually thought of Sandra Bullock. I could see it. You know, because she's could. like this dainty, but like badass, like blowing shit up. Like she does a little bit of everything. She's becoming more, I think she's more badass now than she used to be. I agree. Like I feel like now she's getting a lot of roles that are like, okay, we're going to put you in space. We're going to make you be like, a. she's a fucking bitch in the movie. Um, uh, oh my God, I forgot it. <laughs> I just forgot it. Uh, the 2004 movie, Crash. Mm. Crash is one of the best oh. movies I've ever seen, and she is. Oh. Was... Uh, uh, you don't oh, like Crash? Oh, 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 oh! oh you God. don't like Crash? You don't like Crash? Oh, we're gonna have to have. 
Yeah, I like that movie. Oh boy, oh that'll be fun. Uh, Rick, Rick, I don't. What's happening? What's happening? Ooh, that's that's gonna be an episode, a capital E episode. I hope I hope that that's the Oscar year that we get. Well, we, we, we Rick, we can choose that Oscar year if we want to make this happen. My so I, I I broke it down actually a little bit more. So I have if I were to cast it today, or if I were to cast it when it came out, because mm-hmm. I think when it, people I have it when it came out are very good for it, but wouldn't work so much today. Either they've aged out of it or they changed their look a little bit. So if I were to cast it today, my Eve would be Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. She was Ray in the most recent Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah. I liked her. Yeah. She was fun. If I was casting it in 2008, Anne Hathaway. Oh. I, Anne, Anne Hathaway looks really young to me still. I think she. So I think Wally needs to be very young for me. Because he's, you're, like, you're he's kind of a, he's like an he's like it's kind of an idealistic character, and he's like I just want to hold hands with a girl. So Wally's into milfs, is what you're saying? Uh, well, no, because <laughs> well, I was say rilfs, robots. I'd like yes. To. So <laughs> I think if so, I, I had to like I, I don't think like a young my my Wally current Wally wouldn't match with Anne Hathaway, but in my I think my 2008 Wally definitely would. Okay. Uh, so who do you have for Eve, Derek? Um, so do you, I have, I have a, a serious choice and a not serious choice. Okay. Which one do you want to hear first? Let's go serious first. Okay. Um, I think this actress is probably in the top three actresses of her generation. Um, I think she can do anything. Uh, and that's Kate Blanchett. I love her in everything she's ever done. She's fantastic. I just think that uh, I heard her do a voiceover in Family Guy where she plays a little girl who's kind of evil, but befriends Stewie. And she's just, she just sounds like she's young. She can manipulate her voice. Uh, plus, I feel like with the editing and the way they do the voices in Wally, you could have a very old actor nail this because they can manipulate their voice. So Kate Blanchett's my serious choice. My fake funny stupid one which i was going to just going to give you the fake one at first but then i changed my mind i was going to do adam sandler for eve um <laughs> i think it would just make the movie so terrible and uh it's him doing that like jack and jill voice where he plays jill it would just destroy the movie and we would not stop talking about it if he was like oh my god wally ha ha ha, ha. <laughs> This is my old bicycle from when i was 10 like that adam sandler uh just horrendous so that's my choice I think he could be like the malfunctioning robots. <laughs> oh no, we're malfunctioning. <laughs> <laughs> he could he could be the robot that like puts makeup on on all the other robots. I oh was I was uh, the other day I was watching YouTube videos and I was just watching funny clips from movies and it was the scene in Billy Madison where he's sitting in the bathtub and he's like she's like shampoo is better because whatever and then he's like conditioner is better and i spit up all the iced tea i was drinking all over my laptop <laughs> cuz i had forgotten he's so over the top of that movie <laughs> oh all right let's move on to the man himself the bot himself wally michelle who's your wally honestly i think steve carell would have been great I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think Steve Carell is the most underrated actor I've ever seen. I 100% agree. He's even in like serious, like good uh, middle of the sunshine. Like he's amazing. He's an amazing actor. He does. He just, he's incredible. I love it. He's so phenomenal. I, yeah. I love. Him. So my, uh, my Wally 
the if I were make it today, I'd have Tom Holland as Wally. God help us. Uh, okay. <laughs> can you? Can, is there a is there a way we can stop using Tom Holland for the future? No, we can't. Because we've used we, we've used him to recast like a, like thirty out of fifty times, and we're right to do so. <laughs> He's great. I admit it. If I was doing it in two thousand eight, I I would have uh, the chubby version of Chris Pratt. Okay. <laughs> he, can't, he can't do it now. He's too jacked. He can't be Wally. Oh please, Chris he, star, he can't be. He, he can't have the Star Star Lord body and be Wally. Doesn't work. All right, but like chubby, sh- like schlubby. Make him gain. Like, make him gain like twenty yeah, more. Him, make him make him fat Chris Pratt for this movie. Yeah, I think I think fat Chris Pratt and Anne Hathaway <laughs> ideally <laughs> are my Wally and my Eve. All right. Today it's Tom Holland, and Daisy Ridley. All right. Who who do you have for Wally? All right, so I'm going to relentlessly mock whatever name you say now. Al Pacino is Wally. Pacino. <laughs> All right, do it again. Do another one. Do a serious one now. That was my serious Al Pacino. No, seriously, this, 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 Eva. This, Eva. <laughs> I make fucking trash. What do you want? Um, no, seriously though, I, this won't happen. This can't happen because he passed away. But I'm sorry, I can't see anybody else but Robin Williams. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah. I just love him so much that I, I just wish he was, he just did everything animated for me. Yeah. Um, so it, it could never happen, of course, but this is, this is fantasy world that we're recasting. So I just figure for this one episode, I'll, I'll, I'll make it a fantasy and pick Robin Williams. Yeah. Right. He, he was, oh my gosh. Phenomenal. That's our recasting such as this for Wally. Difficult to do. An wait, who, wait, who was, who was your Wally, Michelle? Steve Carell. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yep. Love that one. Okay. So miscellaneous. I, I've got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Where's this rank in your, your Pixar power rankings? Oh, this is tough. I'm going to have to look at a list again. I was going to do this and I didn't. Um, for me, it's at least top three. Yeah, you got to go top yeah, three with I Wally. I, I would uh, say. I mean, oh, Toy Story is so amazing. Toy Story. Like, let's just run down what's considered, what are considered the best ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Toy Story, The Incredibles. Ratatouille. And these are just like critically, because you can oh, definitely have other favorites as well. I love Ratatouille. Uh, yeah, right. Wally Up, Toy Story 2 and 3, mm. uh, Inside Out. Oh, love that one. Coco. Coco was great. Yeah. Yeah. And Soul. I haven't seen Luca yet. Oh, Luca is really cute. Um, I think. So for, for me, if, if I'm starting with number one, I, I definitely think it would be in the top three. I think, you know, Ratatouille is literally number one for me. Um, Number two, I think would be, oh boy. um, I think would be Finding Nemo. And then number three, I think would be Wally. You can't, I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, I, I, I think. But Coco is amazing too. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. You want to talk about movies that leave me a blubbering mess? Besides Casablanca? No, it wasn't Casablanca. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's a Wonderful it's Life. Life. It's a Wonderful Life is one, like Chris said, it's like every once in a while, it catches you in the right mood. Yeah, for and sure. And it's like, it's like, oh, I find myself tearing up a little bit. Coco, <laughs> the first time I saw it, made me like ugly cry and like snort, <laughs> like snot out of my nose. Why like, do I want to see that so bad? Not for even like, I want to see, I want to see Rick Emotional. I want to just laugh at you crying. <laughs> I, I'm sure, I'm sure you would. I, because I think ugly crying is our most like, it's like this. It's the time you don't want anyone to see you, and that's yeah. what I want to see you. I want to see you blubber and cry. No, seriously. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Wally's got to be in this top three. I, there's so many good ones. Uh, I, like you said, I think Up is really, really good too. But the yeah. beginning of the movie is, I think Up might be the best. That and Wally have the best two beginnings I've seen out yeah. of all those Pixar movies. But yeah, I forgot about Finding Nemo. That's a really good one. You know what's funny? You guys might laugh at me. Um, a Shark Tale was that That's Pixar? Not Pixar no. That's not Pixar. Okay, I really like that one. That was it's very under the radar, but it has like. Will Smith, Jack Black, Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese, like all of my favorite people are in that movie. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd say at least, at the very least, Wally's my top three. Not sure where. No, no particular order, I guess, chronological order. Uh, see, there's, I have like a top four. Okay, well, we'll accept that. I, I, we'll we'll accept that. Accept, it's your uh, question, but we'll accept it's, that. It's Yeah, it's my, like, I, I really like, I can't knock one of these out without like hating myself. All right, what's your four? Ratatouille, Wally. Uh, Inside Out and Coco. Okay, Inside Out is phenomenal. Yeah, um, that's one of the great ones. I remember Gia forced me to watch that, and I was like, I don't wanna. Yeah, and then I watched it, and I was like, I love this. But all of these movies, like, there's so many like five star movies in here that it's like, if someone was gonna come here and be like, The Incredibles is my favorite movie of all time, I'd be like, I get it. I've actually never seen The Incredibles. <laughs> Super fun. Yeah, I heard it was good. It's good. Yeah. Or if somebody came as like up is my favorite movie. I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you Pixar know, is great. Not like I have a total confession. And <laughs> I don't know if it's because I need to see it again. Um, but I'm not like the biggest Toy Story fan. I think maybe when it first came out as a kid, I loved it, but like a lot of the times things I loved as a child, I can rewatch as an adult because it brings me back to that feeling, right? But for some reason, I can't sit down and watch Toy Story. So I'm the complete opposite as you. I did not want to see it as a kid. I didn't care about it. Nothing. As an adult, now I like them. Um, Because I see all the memes on Facebook and all the voice acting and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Let me give. So one day, me and Gia just, she saw them a lot. But she made me sit down and watch like the first three. And I was like, these are a lot of fun. So that was me more as an adult. So Toy Story. Yeah. I mean, again, these these are like all five star incredible movies. I'm right. I I think I've not actually seen four yet. I have to stand and watch it. But I think Toy Story three is like a genuine masterpiece. The ending like, made me ball my eyes out. Yeah, that that one moment where he's like Andy's like holding like handing Woody over to to Bonnie. Little yeah, girl, like, oh. like hesitates. It's like oh, I feel that. The so hesitation deeply. was really oh yeah mm. yeah. Oh. See, I, I haven't even seen three or four. So I have to. They're like a fun, like if you're like homesick or like just spending the day at home, it's rainy out. Like it's fun to just watch them all in a row and be and see how they evolved. Right. Let's go on to the Oscars here from this year. 2009 Oscars for movies in 2008. Have you done this year yet? No, we have not. Okay. We've done like every year around this, but we, we haven't done this year yet. So it wins for best animated feature. It's nominated for Best Original Screenplay, Best Original Score, Best Original Song, Sound Editing, and Sound Mixing. Kind of tricky to talk about animated movies. Again, I, I think we came to the conclusion that voice acting and you know, live action screen acting are different things. But I think Best Animated Feature is a category that shouldn't exist. Really? I, yes, because I think when you look at it as a whole animated movies should be considered for best picture more and i feel that that category existing gives people you know it's like oh well we gave it best animated feature so we don't have to worry about it for best picture 
Yeah, yeah, I see. What you're I, I, I like having the animated category, but maybe they should actually consider some of those for best picture as well. I think they need to. In a perfect world, they would, and, and we're crafting a perfect Oscar world here. Let's go through the, the nominees from this year. So, best picture: Slumdog Millionaire is the winner. Mm-hmm. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button is nominated. Mm-hmm. Frost Nixon, mm-hmm. Milk, and The Reader. So this was still five movies. Yes, when did that change? A, this was the last year. Last year they did that. Okay, because oh nine, yeah. Best supporting actor Heath Ledger means The Dark Knight was not nominated this year. Right. The Wrestler was not nominated this year. Wow, crazy. Doubt was not nominated this year. Wow. Um, a lot of good, a lot of good movies. Yeah, and Wally not nominated this year. Right. I I don't know if I can. Wait, I, so mean, I could. I could. Some, I really could consider, and I like Slumdog Millionaire a lot. Yeah, I like Benjamin Button. Yeah, I like Milk. Milk's a very good movie. Yep, me too. So oh, Frost, I didn't see Frost Nixon. Was that any good? Did you see that one? It's uh-huh. it's. I mean, I I like Michael Sheen a lot. I I I don't know if I'm ready. I can't make him a Rick's guy. Michael Sheen or Shannon? Michael Sheen. Oh, I thought it was Michael who Shannon plays, was in that movie. Who plays David David Frost. What am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of the Elvis movie with Nixon. Michael Shannon plays Elvis. No, so this, movie. Is, this is Michael. So this one has Frank Langella as Nixon and has uh, Michael Sheen as Frost. And I like both of them a lot. And oh. the reader is, it's a very Oscar baity Nazi movie. What's the fifth movie? The one we have mentioned. The yet? reader. Oh, the reader. Okay. Um, I'm personally going to say, I'm going to, I've never seen the reader. I've never seen Frost Nixon. But I think, I don't know, Rick, would you bounce one of those out for Wally? I'd bounce the reader for Wally. All right, I'm on board with the reader. I've never seen it. I'm going to bounce the reader off for Wally. This Wally is, gets nominated. This is flirting with a year where I could conceivably swap out all five movies. For Wally? Wally gets five well, nominations. Here's a, for another separate <laughs> five movies. So let's, right. if, I, if I say the... The best picture nominees are Wally, The Wrestler, The Dark Knight, Yep, Doubt, and this is this is a this is kind of a left field one, but I I would stand by it. Uh, Tropic Thunder, definitely not Oscar for me. It's a funny movie, but it's not Oscar for me. It got a best yeah. pic- It got a best supporting actor nominee. I like it. I like it, but. I wouldn't. I probably. I probably wouldn't dump out like Benjamin Button for Tropic Thunder. That's that's yeah, fine. I would agree. I don't know. I well, mean, like in Bruges I, is this year. I agree with you though. The Dark Knight and the yeah. Wrestler both got fucking snubbed. Yeah, yeah I completely agree with that. Those, two, those are great movies, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even see. I mean, Wally doesn't even have to win. Iron but Man. It, Iron Man's great. The original Iron Man, yeah. Iron Man movie. is this year as well. I wouldn't. I'm I wouldn't it's, huge it's, Marvel fan, like huge. Marvel. And this it's, is before it's, you get to remember. This is before Marvel was like a super juggernaut, that right? Like ate oh, everything yeah, in its no, way. Like, so yeah. judging Iron Man on its merits, as opposed to like, you know, this is. I know. I don't know if you want two superhero movies in there with the Dark. I was going to say, if there's going to be one in there, it's got to be the Dark Knight. Yeah. That was like the best DC movie at that moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, as much like Iron Man has been my favorite superhero forever, but like, yeah, I do, I do agree with because uh, Heath Ledger was just yeah. He, well, even Robert Downey Jr. was like, you need a college degree to understand the Dark Knight, and it's like not really, Robert. I mean, he was just 
hyping this movie. Yeah, I know he was hyping Iron Man up, but they're both great movies. If I had to choose one for being nominated, I'd go with The Dark Knight, but I, I Iron Man's great. Iron Man's great, yeah. yeah okay. But we're going to be talking a lot about this year in the future because there are some huge ones. Yeah. But the one we're talking about now is Wally, and now, well, I mean, like, like I said, I don't think there's really any. We don't want to go through the acting nominees. No, it's, it's, this is different. It's just different. It is different. Uh, director, we can talk about, I guess, but again, it's kind of it's a different. It is different. Set. It's difficult. It all adds up to the same thing, I think, and and definitely animated movies should be considered best picture. Christopher Nolan versus Andrew Stanton is something that I don't want to talk about. It's a. It's. A, <laughs> Well, oh, you you're assuming that Christopher Nolan is nominated for best. Well, I'm just saying, in general, it just seems like any director against Andrew Stanton is a conversation that's just too difficult. It's it's tough, yeah. I mean, you know? yeah, for 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 reference, best director is won by Danny Boyle for Slumdog Millionaire, which again is a movie I like. Yep. Uh, is it best picture of the year? I don't think so. But yeah, David Fincher for Benjamin Button, Ron Howard for Frost Nixon, Gus Van Zandt for Milk, and Stephen Daldry for The Reader. But yeah, I'm yeah. Sure for... I'm I'm good with the understanding not being in the the picture here. It's it's again it's like it's it's a different skill set, it's different muscle, it's flexing. Well, at this point, we could we could argue that there should have been an animated best director, and then Andrew Stanton should have won. But again, too much. Can you, if I put twenty bucks on the line without looking up, could you tell me there's two <laughs> other best animated feature nominees? No, could you tell I'm me not. one of them for twenty I'm... bucks. I, I, let me, um, is, is one of them with Martin Scorsese? No. I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking about, right? Tintin, maybe? Is that him? So that's Spielberg. Tintin. Oh, oh Sp- okay. Spielberg and Peter Jackson kind of co directed Tintin. I, I, which, one, which ones are they? I don't remember anything that came out that year for animated movies. So the other two nominees are Bolt and Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I right. think, uh, Wally's Wall- on a different. Stratosphere. Yeah, while well, he's in a different, not even a yeah, stratosphere is the Kung correct Fu, word. Kung Fu Panda. Well, Kung Fu Panda, it it doesn't hold it. It's fun. It is yeah. fun. And yeah. I love Black so much. Yeah. Wally is just working on an entirely different level. Wally's sure. working on best picture level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now we come to the most important part of the show. And that is when I put 30 seconds on a stopwatch. And Derek explains why Wally, why our subject for this week is the greatest movie of all time. Derek, are you ready? Just fucking count me down. Three, two, <laughs> one, go. All of you people listening right now are the dumbest people I've ever, ever, ever even heard. I'm going to put a life. stop to this. Get out, get in there, ref. You, no, you're going to take this seriously. Let's okay, get, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do that. We're going we're to show respect. All right, I'll be Will respectful. Stop? I'll be uh, respectful. All right, I count me down. Three, two, one, go. Wally's a really, really great animated movie and a great movie in general. And everybody should watch it because it's fun. It's got a great storyline. The acting, the voice acting is great. The animation's phenomenal. The writing's phenomenal. If you haven't seen this movie, I recommend you seeing this movie and stop being an absolute piece of garbage. Fucking garbage. Is that it? You done? Yeah, that's, I'm done. That's time. You did it in 20 seconds. See what you should have done. <laughs> Is going to, oh, you people are pieces of garbage, and Wally is going to pack you tightly into a cube and stack Listen, you. Rick, you had time to think about it. I just, I just spit I out I thought words. of it immediately when you said it, and I was just disappointed <laughs> you didn't get to it. I'm no, really, I'm really embarrassed. Listen, Rick, this isn't about being clever. It's about making our fans feel like shit for not seeing Wally. <laughs> 
Go see Wally. It's on Disney Plus. Get Disney. Because you want to know why? You, you want to know why? There's going to be fans of ours that don't watch this episode. It's like, well, I don't like animated movies. <laughs> the ones That's... that aren't listening, you're insulting them. Yeah, like why? Why are you watching our show? Because you've never seen Wally. Watch how, Wally, so you can how, watch our how show. How are they going to get the message? They're never going to hear the message. Listen, listen. I'm listening. I don't have to defend myself to <laughs> anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what people who are never gonna hear this fuck you <laughs> and you guys both had me at the wall with knives and i was like stop it stop it <laughs> you, know, you know what you know, you know what <laughs> you know what i ain't gonna say shit oh, i don't God. have to say any i don't have to defend myself to the likes of you yep so yep that's that's what well, i have to say that's it all right so that was that was a fun well, episode. Of- okay, so before we end, we like yeah. we always forget about this category, and I want to see what, what Michelle. Are you, what thinks. are you eating with it? What are, what are we eating with Wally? You're sitting down. You throw Wally on. It's this nice night. You're hungry. What are we snacking on? What are we eating for Wally? You know what? You know what vibe we're getting from this, and it might be weird. It might be weird. It might be a weird choice. Ice cream. Hmm. Ice cream, huh? Something that just it's just it's 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 just wonderful. It's it, it's beautiful to look at sometimes. I'm going to go ahead and easy. say that I'm going to eat like some very high end Chinese food. Okay. <laughs> like I want, like it's going to be fried still. It's going to be like Kowloon, right? Like it's fried, whatever, but it's good. Like good chicken fingers, good pork fried rice, little lobster sauce, like you know, a little razzle dazzle. And I'm thinking spare ribs on the bone. Cause I want to get dirty while watching Wally on the bone. I'm going to switch it up this time. Dirty. Boneless spare ribs. They get stuck in my teeth for fucking days. I mean, that's, 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 that's fine. And my gums get swollen. I'm like, why is my gum swollen? Oh, because it's a piece of fucking spare rib in my tooth. (laughs) Anyways, let's get back. (laughs) Chinese food for Wally. Michelle, what do you got? I have to agree with Rick. Like I don't really eat during movies, but when I do, it's literally ice cream. Oh God. You guys are all about dessert. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You gotta be. If we're going just dessert, I'm saying I'm going to have a plate of hostess cupcakes. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to eat all of them throughout the, the duration of the movie. And by the end of it, be sick. Oh my God. I'm going to be in the toilet throwing up, be, but being like, Wally was so good. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, Chinese food's where it is. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. But yeah, good stuff. All right. no, it's two against one. Okay. So <laughs> that was our episode in Wally. We hope you enjoyed it. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> yes. Uh, dealing with our buffoonery and tomfoolery. Yes. Michelle, now you're part of the family, which means that you get to be, I don't know, on it again. <laughs> a, a, you, you, you are a member of the greatest movie of all time, Academy, which gives you voting rights. Yep. And, and you'll get the call of like, hey, do you want to do any of these movies we have coming up? Yes. More I often, yeah. Exactly. And Michelle, we will very likely have a lot of Marvel movies in our future because we have Rick um, here, who's a big Marvel advocate. So you could definitely be on one of yeah, those if you want. I am a huge fan. Oh my god, anything Marvel, anything Jerry Lewis. Like I'm all about it. Yeah, you're, Jerry Lewis. You're gonna, you were supposed to be on our Avengers episode that it just fell through last minute. So yep. we'll, we'll definitely so we'll definitely get you on a Marvel movie. We'll get you. We'll get you on a Marvel episode. Um, but yeah. That so let's let's talk about before we sign up. Let's talk about what we have coming up. Let's let's get us through the rest of September. We'll the one week left in September, and we'll go through our October movies. How about that? Do it. So next week, the animated duology continues with Who Framed Roger Rabbit, directed by our champion Robert yep. Zemeckis. Yep. If you guys had not heard the last episode, we Back to the Future became our number one movie of our top 50. Number and it f- fucked over The Godfather, and I'm not happy about it. But you know what? I've never seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so this will be exciting for me oh, next week. Oh, you're in for what? a treat. 
I've never seen it. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces, just never all the way through. It just never caught me. But we'll see if it catches me next week. Oh, my God. You, you get it. I don't – you have no idea what you're in for. You have no I'm, idea. I'm excited. I love watching movies I've never seen before. There, you know? There's going to be – It's really great. There's – yeah. I can't, I can't wait to talk about it with you. Okay. Uh, let's talk – so October, we have a theme. October, of course, we're doing horror movies every week. What we did – is we picked a horror movie from a different decade to go through each week. We did the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. We are doing the end of the 20th century here in horror movies. So we have uh, on the first week of October, welcoming Chris Bonapani back to the show. Fourth time for Chris. Four timers. He wanted to do this one. He wanted to continue his controversial director's theme when we do Rosemary's Baby. Oh, Rosemary's Baby is going to be a wild, fun oh, time. It's going to be a great movie gonna be a great episode as well uh hell satan to the year year one uh <laughs> then we have the following week we welcome a first-time guest brian piccolo to the show yes brian Talk our 70s choice halloween oh man brian i think it's brian's favorite movie of all time i, I don't blame him it's it's an incredible it's, movie it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because i'm not as big of a fan as you guys are of this so it should it should be good Oh, this is going to be a fight on our next countdown episode. About I'm going to kill both of you in cold blood. Uh, Not even because of the movie, just in general. You're both dead. I don't know. That's recorded. You're in then trouble. our 80s <laughs> one, which is actually a 1980 movie. Heading back to our good friend, Stephen King with The Shining. Yes. Oh, God. Nicholson. I when I, this is when I liked Nicholson. The Shining stop like Nicholson when he just when, became when he... himself in every movie in the nineties. Speaking of the nineties, Wally. Yeah, no, I know. Put him yeah, in. but yeah, but it was a joke. <laughs> I was joking. Oh, <laughs> it's me, Otto. <laughs> it's weird that the Nicholson in The Shining is less than ten years away from Nicholson as the Joker. Yeah, that is weird. They're like yeah. different human beings. It's absolutely. I don't know what happened to Nicholson in the eighties, but I'm very excited. I'll tell you what: the, the after sh- effects of lots of cocaine. Let me ask uh, you this, Rick. I know. I know. Real quick, did you see the the, the sequel to The Shining? Yes, Doctor. What did you What did you think? I liked it a lot. I thought it was okay. I think there are things that could have been changed. I don't think it was a perfect movie, but I, I there. There's a lot about it that I like. I didn't think it was as scary as The Shining. I don't think it was trying to be. Right, okay. I think it was... So, The that's Shining... A cop-out, that's a cop-out to, answer. To me, okay. No, no. The Shining is a movie about addiction and alcoholism. Yeah, and right, right. Doctor Sleep is a movie about recovery. Okay. All so, right. the throes of addiction are going to be worse and scarier than recovery. You know, and getting better. I would have liked to have seen Doctor Sleep, like, in the 80s. Yeah. And not now, you know. But anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll go over that at some point in October. And then we close out October with the 90s. And we mentioned it earlier. We're welcoming my brother Anthony back on the show. We're going to have it out about that, uh, that list last week. And we're talking scream. Anthony, I'm going to make you scream. <laughs> scream. I'm just it's, kidding. I can't, I can't wait to talk to you. I can't wait. There's, and I mean, just look at those those four directors that we have in October. Like, look at the next five directors that we have. Like, we have our champion Zemeckis, and then we have uh, absolute scumbag 
directing Rosemary's Baby, who I, I don't want to fucking deign his name with a mention, but uh, Roman scumbag. Then, then John Carpenter with Halloween. Then we get Stanley Kubrick with The Shining, and then we get Wes Craven with Scream. Yeah, so that's that's going to be October. That's going to be really fun. I'm to be honest, looking at these six movies, I'm I don't even know where I'm going to rank them in my next my next ballot. It's Fifty movies from now, a year yeah, from now, it's going to be rough in a year. I uh, do want to thank you so much for listening to the greatest movie of all time podcast. I have been your beloved and we know your favorite co-host, Rick Barrasso. And I am the probably the best person that ever lived. And I'm always right. And if you disagree with me, then just fight me. Rick, Big Deck Boski, Smith. You know, I have honestly I have my money on Anthony. What do you mean for money, Anthony? What do you mean? What does if, that mean? If you guys fought, when you guys fight. You, got, you think he would beat me in a fight? I'm a, I'm a rabid animal. I will bite. I will scratch. Have you seen Anthony recently? I'll use my penis. I don't care. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I will scare how, him away from fighting How would you me. use that in a fight, Derek? I'll show it. He'll be like, fuck this. I'm not fighting. And I win. You got to scare, your, you so gotta scare your opponent. Your plan is to sexually assault my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe. But anyways, Michelle, thanks again for being here. Yeah. We had so much fun talking about Wally with you. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a note to end the Wally episode on. Sorry, yeah. Michelle, for getting you up. <laughs> no, thank you so much for having me. This was a, a ton of fun. Yep, well, we, we will talk about doing another one soon. Yep, can't wait to have you back on the show for another episode. Mm-hmm. And I do want to thank you guys again for listening. And uh, as always, keep watching. <laughs>